Hey guys, welcome to another behind the scenes episode of Good Morning from Hell. My name is Blaine. I play the voice of Clayton, and joining me today is Chris, who plays Chris. Chris. Eric, who is our producer, and Nick, who is our uh, sound engineer and lead. What, what were you? Your broadcast? You had a fancy name that I just... Director of audio production. Director of audio production. What are we doing today, Chris? So, uh, I have here um, a bunch of uh, questions that a lot of people sent us on social media to oh, answer really? about how we make the show. And I'm not doing this in character. Nope, not in character. Cool. Just yourself. Sweet. Uh, we burn a hole in my throat. Well, here's that's a good question. That wasn't a question at all. No, no, it was. <laughs> Not by you, but by people who sent me questions. Uh, this is from Fragrant Rooster on uh, Good Morning from Hell subreddit. How much water slash honey slash deals with actual Satan does Blaine go through to keep that Clayton voice going for so long? A lot of people ask that kind of question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have like a 32-ounce water bottle, and it is full at the beginning of each episode, and then it's empty by the end of it. So, like, that's normally... My bladder also acts as, like, a clock where it's like okay we need to start winding this up now i think we've shot enough content because i gotta go piss um <laughs> and no it's actually it's been weird because in light of all this covid stuff you know i've been like trying to be very aware of how my body has been feeling i've been in quarantine and stuff but i still have to take dutch out and i'm still exposed to some things and like it's like every thursday or every friday it's like oh man my my throat kind of hurts like oh god i hope i'm not getting sick I, I hope i didn't catch it and then my girlfriend has to remind me every week she's like did you record good morning from hell i was like yeah and she's like okay that's why <laughs> <laughs> so no nah, it's i don't know everybody was like super concerned i was gonna blow out some vocal cords when we started first making the show it hasn't affected my voice and honestly if it does i hope it makes it cooler because like i want that smoker voice without having to smoke cigarettes and smell like shit huh so this is just your cigarettes these um, are my cigarettes Let's see <laughs> yep cool uh and then we got a question uh this is actually a bunch of people ask this i'm just gonna read one of them uh from at slytherin Cindio. how hard is it to keep continuity between episodes with such a diverse revolving <laughs> guest cast do you guys write things down or is one of you just storing everything in your brain like how do we keep track of our like canon man um it's in our brains Honestly, between the both of us and like, you know, we'll have Ben and uh, Ben, one of our Nick. other producers. Yeah, Ben and Nick and Eric, they're all they'll chime in like between all of us. We kind of have the pantheon of characters and like all the lore. So like we can remember for the most part. And like we've well, done a couple of things that have contradicted. But I think for the most part, we've actually been really good on being on top well, of the canon. I think it helps because a lot of time before we even and this is kind of getting ahead of ourselves before we even go into like who a character is, we kind of talk through like where we're going to go in the episode to make sure it makes sense within the world. And then we kind of even give that breakdown to a guest. We're like, okay, so here's, you know, this, 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 like as little of a, of a setup as we can give them without doing something that accidentally breaks the world, you know? Yeah. Um, where it's like, Again, like sometimes people made jokes about Santa. It's like, oh, well, actually, in our universe, Santa is an evil clone of Satan. And so, like, little things like that. Uh, can, can I say something that always makes me cringe? What? And you're going to feel really self-conscious about it from now on, and, I, and I'm oh, sorry. No. But for the sake of content, I think it's okay for me to call you out. What? Whenever you are introducing, like, a new guest, like, I think most recently it was, like, What's Good Games, the, the, uh -huh. the Andrea and Brit. Uh, they're fucking great to work with, but I think 
at one point you started on this tangent where you said something about Santa Claus and you're like, <laughs> yeah, in our world, Santa Claus is a failed clone of Satan and he lives in the North Pole where he fucks a bunch of elves who are actually from the Lord of the Rings. I didn't say that. I didn't say fuck. <laughs> Basically, you just rambled on for like five to ten minutes about no, our, no. our Good Morning from Hell fan Oh my fiction. God, that was it. That was it. And that I was, was like, the extent of it. I was just that listening. Was and that was, was the extent dying. of it, Blaine. And I was just like, Chris, they don't need to know any of this, bro. <laughs> that was the extent of it, and it was relevant to the conversation. I don't remember why. <laughs> I, I will say, like, it's the Santa one in specific where you'll just go back and you'll be like, yeah, man, like, I mean, just like for an example, in our universe, Santa is a failed clone of Satan, and he lives up on the North Pole, and he fucks all the elves who are from the he Lord doesn't of the Rings. I never said he fucks the elves. <laughs> I just I can't believe you said that about the elves. That's that's messed up. <laughs> he might. I mean, he does. In our, I guess technically, but like that's not important. So, why do you keep then? Why do you keep bringing it up? Yeah, Chris. I I didn't bring it up. And you said five minutes. I bet you we have it on a recording, and we can go back and look. It was probably like ten seconds. Yeah, I'm sure Nick's gonna get right on top of looking Nick, that up. No, I'm not asking him to, but I'm just saying, Nick, was it that long? Uh, it might have been uh, okay. Uh, four minutes. Ten minutes. Four, four minutes. No, it was none of those minutes. It was like thirty seconds. Uh, mm. so anyway, <laughs> we keep track of the continuity in our heads. Um, oh my god! I was gonna say, uh, it helps that whenever we, you know, we after we record it through the editing, we'll each listen to it. You know. Several, several times. times yeah so it's we it's like kind of we may not remember when or what we said exactly but it'll stick in there oh didn't we say this one time yeah okay yeah another thing that uh we try to do and this is kind of unrelated to continuity but it's also just kind of finding a diversity and variety of characters is uh we try to like make sure that we're not like we have three episodes in a row that are all just celebrity impersonations like we want to yeah. mix it up to where it's like there's just such a wide variety of people. Like we have demons, we have people from heaven, people who are evil, people who are mistakenly in hell. Yeah. Um, I think we kind of have three, um, I don't know, buckets that we typically put guests in. There's historical, like real life people. Then there's like fictional, in a fictional world, like a Voldemort or, a, you know, someone from Greek mythology. And then there's like the third, which is like, people who live in hell or heaven who may not necessarily be characters like hell's number one chef, you know, like that's not a existing character, but it's like, you know, someone in that a transplant of earth to hell character. If that makes yeah. sense. I, I've, I've been wanting to do aliens too. We haven't found yeah. the opportunity to do that yet. Yeah. Uh, An alien who died <laughs> while visiting earth and then therefore gets caught in our afterlife because of zoning <laughs> so stupid here's a question from uh, Miranda on Twitter she asked do you tell your guests what characters they're playing or do they choose their roles uh, it's a mixture Yeah. Um, sometimes people will come to us saying hey I have an idea for a character and then sometimes we'll go to people and say hey we think you would be really good at this character that we want to have on the show or a lot of times, if it's someone, say, we don't know, um, and we're like, we're, you know, working with a, a, a new group or other podcast, 
we'll say, you know, like, hey, would you want to be on the show? Uh, and then we'll say, let us know if you have any characters you'd be interested in playing. Uh, if not, here's like three options. If so, you can either like pitch us like an idea for a character you have, or you can take one of our pitches. Whatever you know sounds fun to you. Yeah, because I remember we weren't gonna ask Troy Baker to do the Joker. He was just like, I can do the Joker, and we're like, Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. But um, like, and then and then like James and Elise were always like, Hey, do you guys want to try these characters? And they're like, No. <laughs> <laughs> And they like they want to do the Beatles, and then we're like, okay, we'll do the Beatles. And I mean, I, I really like that episode. I think it's really funny. Yeah, uh, I think I think when people bring an idea to it, it lets them kind of like, you know, they have like ownership over what they're doing and what they're bringing and everything. Like the one that I'll always point to is Cole being on as <laughs> the guy who drank milk for the first time. Yeah, like he can't, what? He like what an ins- <laughs> what an insane character! I think that character's great. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and and like I don't think we ever would have come up with a pitch that would have been like Cole. Do you want to be the guy who drank milk for the first time? So I love when like their ideas that are like that wacky. I think that's like a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was hot with that one. No, and it was. I remember because I was like I I I was like that's an awesome idea. And then Blaine was like I don't know if we have enough material for. Is there enough to talk about? I was like. There is. There's a lot of a lot of milk material. <laughs> I was like, this is I think we can go for hours on the milk guy. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those things, and this has happened a couple times where it's like the initial pitch for it is just like it just makes everybody laugh. And that's like that is a good starting point. Cause like if you think of it from a viewer's perspective, if they hear about like the first man who drank milk, what? Uh another one was like Titanic, like the guy that designed the Titanic, but he he died on the ship and didn't know that it was sank. You know, like we immediately have those and then we laugh at the potential and just like the initial joke. And then uh, and then we actually have to go in and kind of like break down how that episode would work. What's the structure for it? Do we have enough jokes to tell? And uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that is a big thing. Like whenever we like when we're like because we have a whole idea bank of like characters that we want to have on. And it's, it's like obviously like we know it's like there's a famous historical character or famous thing we know we can figure out enough material to have a whole episode on it but we always like to uh and this kind of goes i guess this goes well into a question which we got asked a ton which is how much is planned and how much is improvised um and that really varies depending upon the episode uh there are some episodes that you know either someone will come in with a good idea or we just know that like the people we're gonna like if it's someone we've worked with a whole lot, we know that like the rhythm, we won't plan as much and we'll just kind of go with it and see what happens. And then there's some episodes where we like, uh, we'll plan out a little, like we like to have a beginning and a middle and an end. Like what's, you know, how are we getting these characters in? Uh, what are like the talking points? Like, Oh, we can, we know we can talk about this and this and this, and then like how we want to wrap it up. We want like a fun ending. Yeah. Um, but I think it, of like thinking up characters, it's very much like, okay, well, here's this character, but like, what's, what's a twist on them? That's different. You know, like what's everyone has, you know, knows about, you know, well, Santa Claus or whatever. I'm not going to, what does Santa Claus do? He's an evil clone of Satan. Uh huh. I'm just saying like, it's always like, what else? Or, or another example. (laughs) I don't know. I think that example was good. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> well, like, okay, I'll do another recent. It's like Cain and Abel. Uh, it's like, well, like, one of them murdered the other, and we, you know, uh, we got with the uh, sugar, sugar pine uh, guys, and we we're like brainstorming with them. That was one where we were like, you know, let's work together, and we just got on a, a video call and like chatted for like twenty minutes, tossing around ideas, and eventually settled on the one we have. Uh, but yeah, it was like, oh well, what if one of them is like, what's the technical thing of what happened in, of of like in the Bible? It's like, well, one of them's walking the earth forever. The other one is like, well, we don't know what technically happened to him. What if one of them was in hell, the one that got murdered? And it's like, it's like a twist on what you you know, yeah. what you would think where the other one would be in murder. It's just Someone the easiest talk. and dumbest <laughs> form of storytelling. There's very little that goes into the pre-planning. I mean, like we we think about it, you know, but like. It's just nice being able to like have this fully fleshed out story that we just make up on the spot. Yeah, I, I think th one of my favorite ones that we did that we had zero idea with what direction it was supposed to go in. Mm -hmm. It was a very impromptu episode, and it was just Chris and I were out in Los Angeles because we were doing something for Arizona Circle, and we were out in the Funhouse offices, and we had John Smith and Jacob uh, Fullerton, and like somehow like one of us pitched like John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith. And it was we were on the airplane over there. We were like, because we were like, oh, what could we do with these people at Funhouse? And it's it was, I think it was their names, John Smith and John and Jake. I was like, John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith. One of them could be that, and the other one could be John Smith. And then we were like, oh, from that, it was like, what if we had a whole episode about John Smith? Right. And that but was like, that was the that was the, that end was of the it. premise. That was it. Yeah. And then when we got there, then we like by the end of it, like we were like going off to found a new island with just people who were named John Smith and hell. It was so stupid. But like, that was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was we had literally just like the characters and the idea of like, oh, well, we'll just keep saying John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith blah, 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 over and over. <laughs> that was like it. Yeah. Um, but then also like Satan would be a clone of Clutter. Santa would be a clone up. of Satan. <laughs> and then. Shit. Uh. Well, that was a question too. Someone asked, um, "Would we ever? Uh, could we ever post one of our outlines?" Um, I was like, I, "I, I'd be up for doing that. Like posting an outline of an episode, so you could kind of see like where what we started and where we ended up. It varies a lot episode to episode, though. Um, and also, sometimes we'll work with on the outline with the guest on what we want to cover. Um, so it's." They're not like one outline isn't necessarily indicative of of uh, everything. It's like our version sense. of a set list, but way yeah, cool, less cool, and <laughs> we don't get laid. <laughs> Someone asks, "Do we ever record different takes?" Um, that's Internet Nobody Six asset. Um, yeah, sometimes we do. So, like, what's our, our typical recording process? Is we record for a we try to aim for like forty five minutes. And that's, and then w that includes like starts and stops. Um, and then we try and cut that down uh, to like a good 30, like just cutting, oh, that bit didn't really go anywhere. Oh, we can lose these lines. Just kind of make it tighter and, and punchier. Um, but also, yeah, within that 45 minutes of recording, a lot of times it's like, oh, um, actually, hey, can you say that to me again? I, I Let me set me up again. Or... Oh, actually, can you ask me this question? Um, and or s sometimes it'll be something like I, one of us will think of a line that doesn't make sense for us to say as our character. So we're like, hey, actually, what if you said this? Uh, I think it it really helps get people 
to understand that like when, when we have guests in, I think they're a little bit hesitant because not everyone's an improv, you know, person uh, that we have on. A, a lot are just friends or people that we're just going to have on. And I think it really helps in that pitch to go like, don't feel like you have to be on your A game here. We stop down and feed each other lines or set each other up for jokes or say like, oh, no, yeah, have this as like a punchline. Like there's a lot of in the room sort of collaboration that I don't know that a lot of other podcasts have. Um, and I really like I, I like how often you guys kind of do that stuff because I think it loosens up the guest a lot, too. Yeah, I never yeah. thought about that. But yeah, I guess it does kind of like I mean, there it, there are people who just don't do improv. There are people that are just, you know, it, it's not like you have everyone on and they're just like constantly doing these kinds of shows. But when they know that they can come in like Alfredo is like, yeah, you know, I, I'm not like, you know, am I going to be good at this? Whatever. I just told him easy. Like you just come in. You feel like you give it as much as you want to, because whatever's going to happen in the room, you guys are going to like feed each other and have like you're going to elevate each other in the space and it's not just like a one go we keep everything in type of show yeah oh yeah and i love the alfredo episode mm -hmm. um the with him and trevor it was a uh for people listening by name it's the uh interview with the vampire hunter episode where yeah uh, yeah that and that was it's great i love that episode that's yep. that's i mean i don't i start to say which ones are my favorite but uh, I love the ending for that one was my favorite. And that was an ending that we found in the room. Mm -hmm. Like I, that maybe, maybe that'll be a good one to post the, um, that outline for. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, Hey, cause we went, you know, I think we initially approached Alfredo. We we're like, Hey, here's, here's uh, three ideas for characters. Let us know which one you're, you want to play. And he was like, Oh, I'm going to do the vampire hunter. And then while we, me and Blaine were kind of talking through the vampire hunter, we we're like, oh man, be good to do like have a vampire come on. So then we're like, okay, well, we need another character. Oh, I bet Trevor would be really good at that. So then we approached Trevor like, hey, could you, would you want to be a vampire hunter? And then we just kind of like, yeah, put together like a loose ideas. But uh, the ending with the way they hug each other and like, I, I love that. And we didn't know what that was beforehand. That's like yeah. one of my favorite endings. It, and if you like them, you can go check out Red Web their new podcast oh uh here's a question from uh surreal serif on the good morning from hell subreddit that Does like Blaine... uh, font i guess so surreal serif i'm gonna look that uh, up i'm gonna see what that looks like <laughs> does blaine paint himself red for every episode or as he is well-known method actor to get into character i'm gonna i'm gonna print my business cards up and surreal serif uh yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I'm painted right now just in case I have to whip out the Clayton voice, you know, because yeah. like I, it's method, man. I got it. Well, actually, in character, you're only half you're painted on half of your face so that you can flip between them. Right. Because you're you're playing some of the time right now. Right. Um, yeah, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We've had uh, a lot of conversations about doing this on like other shows or if there's video or whatever, because the conversation always goes. It's always Blaine going. I don't want to have to do all the makeup. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass and like, you know. But you're also very particular about it. You're like, oh, it's such a pain in the ass. I was like, well, don't, maybe don't stress about it. What if you, do, you know, what if you just had like the little prop horns and didn't do, you're like, oh, no, I don't want it to look like shit. I'm like, <laughs> what? Well, I mean, it's like we either go <laughs> all in and like make it look fucking good and like we get mileage out of it. You know, like we do multiple videos and take photos and shit for marketing material. Or like we don't do it at all, and if it's gonna look like ass, you know, like 
I think I was super resistant because we have this once a year live stream where we uh, raise money for children's hospitals and or it's uh, Extra Life. And uh, Chris signed us up for a, an hour <laughs> of, or like half hour of me dressed as Clayton torturing him. And uh, I was so pissed off. Like, I obviously want to raise money for the kids, but I was also just like, <laughs> not that much. Yeah, well, no, I was like, dude, I got to like fucking this is going to be a whole prep nightmare. And then I have to take it off and I'm going to be right on camera like immediately after that. And then uh, and then we did it and I was very happy that we did. And like, you know, people really enjoyed the segment. And then I didn't like jokingly torture you like I actually tortured you. Like you had yeah. a shot collar and I was like putting Legos on the ground for you to step on. Like, <laughs> no, you it went through I, hell. I, yeah, it was like I, at some point I was like. I think I, whenever I got doused in mustard, I was super happy because then the, the shot collar got less shocky. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. Because uh, it was getting, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, Anyways, I had to put on face paint and that sucked. Uh, that hurt. <laughs> uh, someone's asked uh, Liam Cutting um, or cutting at Cutting Liam. He can't decide the order uh, on Twitter. Asked, how long does it actually take to find a guest, set up and record an episode, and like get it ready? Uh, kind of depends. Like, yeah, we've done some episodes where we recorded the episode like when we were behind, and we had to like get a guest, record it on like a Monday, and then edit it together super fast, and then uh, release it a few days later. So like, I think a, a week is the minimum of what we want. There was. Actually, whenever we first launched the show, the Doug Gug episode, the second hmm. episode, we actually moved that one up. We rearranged the order, um, and you, we that was edited in like two days. I remember day. that episode because I, I, I think at one point I slammed my fists on the tables and I just went, fuck, 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 because I knew I had to get that one around in time because the other one we were working on just needed more tinkering and it just wasn't in a place that we were happy with. Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah we had to turn that one on really quick and i think i pulled like a partial all-nighter to just get it ready uh another yeah. great episode i mean yep. honestly there hasn't been many episodes that i've walked away and i've been like that was a disappointment like i don't like that one there's well, a couple where i feel like they could have been better but like i mean that's it, the thing too i feel like there's a lot of times we're in the room we're like i don't think that was a very good one or oh yeah. man that one felt like a slog uh and then it comes out and it's like, it's really good. <laughs> and that's just like a testament to like the editing with Nick and just like, just the process, you know? Yeah. Oh. I mean, trusting each other and stuff like that. And like, it's another thing great that we do is you and I switch every other week. So sometimes you're listening to a Chris episode and sometimes you listen to a Blaine episode. And by that, I mean, Nick always has his hands on it. Uh, I guess recently you passed editing off uh, to Dennis else. helps out a lot too yeah Dennis is great so like and I think Peyton did one or two but like you'll we'll swap over direction and like kind of guide like what the story the is the what post cuts need to be made yeah the post of it yeah yeah we both, and then like, we both work on the on the the front end of like the the characters and creative and then we take turns like kind of overseeing post well, even that, though, I mean, like one of us will take the charge with leading, you know, the emails and the, and the correspondence yeah. of setting it up and, you know, before it hands off yeah. to the producers. And then after that, we'll take over the edit and we'll like, you know, we used to do a thing where we would have to step in for the last bit of editing just to add a level of polish. But it's gotten 
to where we become so efficient and Nick has like gotten so fucking good at sound design that we don't even need to do that. We hardly ever have to touch the edit anymore, which is great. I think it's, I think it's because we talk about like in the earlier days, also we weren't as, we didn't have as good of a schedule. And so me and, and also I think me and Blaine were still figuring out the voice of the show. Uh, And so we did a lot more editing ourselves because we wanted, you know, like we're, we're still kind of figuring it out. And um, the workflow and just the best way of getting it done. And now, we, I mean, we don't really edit anything other than just like, like giving notes on like, on like our, you know, editing note system. Yeah. But yeah, Although I mean, I, that's, that's, I mean, that's, a t- I mean, that's all. Like, Nick, you could talk to that. How, how annoying are we uh, to work with in post? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not annoying. Uh, I, <laughs> I think we've gotten to a really good spot now too, because initially we would kind of go back and forth and you guys would both have an idea of what you wanted for specific things mm-hmm. and sometimes didn't see even eye to eye on certain decisions. And I think like now that you've kind of like, I've got this episode, I've got this episode, you both have, you have your individual idea for how an episode is. We go through a round or, or to three of notes, depending on like how heavy a sound design the is. Sound design questions. is really the mm-hmm. the main thing. Yeah. And, and through all that, it's just gotten a lot simpler uh and when we ever have a chance now we try to record as far in advance as possible just in case you know right now if there we run into a recording issue and you know with the covid stuff the way it is it's like uh, we don't know how it'll all turn out so it's like if we ever get back to the studio we'd like to be able to record there and all that but uh trying to get as far ahead as possible to uh really give us a lot of lead time and that that that's been very helpful for us as well yeah um because i do feel like well, this is the the kind of like the sound design. This is a question. Um, Steven Gomez asks on Twitter, do the sound designers hate y'all every time you make a joke that require, <laughs> requires sound going off? Like Absolutely. The, the- <laughs> um, no, no, not at all. Uh, it's funny because initially when we started doing uh, some episodes that were really sound design heavy, uh, I, I come from uh, more of a radio background, so I, I hadn't had as much experience with like you know, making more of this hellscape kind of sounds breaking stuff, you know, it was more like music and like a, a, a straight read over something. So learning to kind of put together these um, different sound designs has been really something. And using some of the sound effects that we have has also been interesting because we have to sometimes make shift a lot of stuff like a fight scene could be uh, a lot of clothing rustling sound effects with chairs being knocked over and things like that. But, you know, certain sounds may not be what you want them to be. So we a lot of times have to implement different sound effects for other sound effects. Like, uh, <laughs> what was the the, so, the one? It was we had like it was a bubbling. Oh, it was in the the one with the what's good games when we were trying to figure out how to do like that melting and explosion sound. Oh yeah, and it's like boiling <laughs> like water you- and uh, like somewhat of like a firecracker sizzle and some other. Uh, Oh, what was the rest? There's like a lot of little clinks and clacks that I put in there, and it like it all of it like together a giant sounds like zit a... popping. <laughs> yeah, I know because we we wanted like the exploding and then plop, 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 plop. Uh, but yeah, it, that I mean, and, and, and like yeah, you and uh, and everyone who helps with it, Dennis, and I mean, it's just gotten so good at doing it. Um, and it's like, and, th- and that is even a thing too. Or even in like our because we use a a, a a site called a Framio for like notes. And it's like, we'll like have threads where we're like, what could be a good sound effect for this? Maybe something like a uh, jellos or, you know, like, I don't, it's like, well, 
<laughs> like what could what I know it's like oh we couldn't find a good sound effect for this what exactly were you envisioning or like what it's like we'll have like a whole discussion on like the right it was like oh well maybe speed it up like 20 percent god so, i remember it was the the jack patillo episode where we were doing sootball <laughs> and i think i had like i told nick i was like hey man i know that i'm loading a lot on you so like i'm happy to take over so like between you and me we had to like assemble the sound design for that and it was I mean, there was like a fucking Godzilla. There was a war going that was, on. That there was the a, biggest sound design episode we've had, right? By far, because I remember we were even acknowledging it while making it. And we're like, oh, man, we're going to this is going to be so funny. But we're going to hate ourselves in the future. And I was like, <laughs> I was done with it. No, because I, I remember this, Blaine. I remember when, before we were recording it, when we sat down with Jack, I was like, we're explaining. And, you know, we'll do. Obviously, we'll have this is like on locations. We'll have a lot of stuff. But I said something just, you know, trying to try to be conscious not to be like to throw out too much stuff because we are, we have to do sound design for it so and you're like no no don't think about that <laughs> do whatever you I mean, want do and i, I was like I wanted okay i want to go nuts yeah and i was like okay cool blaine you're gonna edit this one <laughs> you're in charge of posts <laughs> on this one but i was so happy it turned out like there was like at one point like a dirigible no it was, it was the the hindenburg, it was the hindenburg. It was dropping off wrestlers <laughs> and then it exploded and then, i like, loved it yeah it was, it was so, so much fun. fun there was another one where like it was like a it was like the I was like, what would the sound of a field goal or like a, a, a touchdown, how would they celebrate that in hell? And I found this like horrifying horn that I pitched down and it just sounded like awful. <laughs> it's just, just fun, man. Uh, there was one on there too where I think they kicked a head through an upright. So I had to found a, find a sound effect that was like the thump of a head <laughs> being kicked. <laughs> it was like a blood splash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good episode. Uh, I guess people ask how many people are working on this production. I mean, like generally on like the me and Blaine more on the pre-production and then either like uh, uh, Ben or uh, Eric for like helping coordinate and, you know, getting cast and then um, uh, and then like on the post and like Nick, whoever's editing it. I mean, Nick, you can tell more like it's generally just one person per episode, right? Yeah, it's one editor per episode and then you two or whichever one of you is taking the lead on uh, notes at that point. So yeah. it's really just two people in post at that point. Yeah. Um, this is a question from uh, Benjamin something on the subreddit. Any Benjamin historical Button. figures you won't have on the show or ones <laughs> How that, do I you grow have, normal? that have been, <laughs> <laughs> ones that have been suggested and turned down? Uh, well, we haven't put Hitler on the show. I think that was like one that, like, at the we, top, or like, oh, we could have, but like, I don't know. It just seemed like the easy, low hanging fruit. So we yeah, were I like, think that one's. I think it's just too easy. It's just, I think everyone with this, like, that would have an idea like this is that's the first thing they would go to, and it's like, yeah, let's try to like not just go for like the easiest thing. Yeah. Well, it's it, hard too because like you don't want to you want to pick somebody that you can have a comedic hook on, and like they. Like someone like Hitler committed so many fucking atrocities and it's like there's there's a degree in like with Nazis being back in the news for whatever fucking reason, like we just want to shit on that character and, and not even make light of some of those situations. It's yeah. it's a weird predicament. Um, yeah, I, that is a weird thing. Uh, so, someone asked uh, what's the most difficult aspect of the show to develop. Uh, I mean, I think it's like it is kind of finding that 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 balance of like, OK, well, what is who is this character or guest that we're going to have? And then what, what, where's the line of like what we can joke about and, um, and what's appropriate right now in the world. Uh, and that's, that's like, cause we want it to be a, we want the podcast to be fun and entertaining and not something that's going to like, um, 
I don't know, be be a downer. Yeah, we don't want to, and we don't like want to. There's a level of offensiveness that we're willing to to toe the line up to, but like, there's parts of it where it's like, even when one of us says, "I'm not comfortable doing that," we're all just like, "Yeah, no, you're right." Like, it's it's nice. I feel like we've been operating in a pretty decent comfort zone, but like. Yeah. Yeah, man, we're not here to piss anybody off or to like super offend anybody. Yeah, because I think it's it be there's really easy to have like we try not to like have someone on the show who like whose death was super tragic really recently because then it's like well it's not really it's not there's people who alive who you know it, it's a little too tragic to like make a comedy show about. Yeah. Um. Not that there haven't been tragic things in the show, but we try to just like figure out where that balance is. Um, it's weird too because I feel like uh, my parents are pretty religious, um, and anytime I talk to my dad about the show, he refers to it as that show that you and Chris do <laughs> because I think he's really bothered by the fact that I I play a demon, and you know, raising being raised in a Christian you know household and stuff like that. Demons always scared the shit out of me. The idea of the of like a a creature from that could take your soul from the underworld was like very spooky to me. And I didn't like movies like The Exorcist, but like <laughs> I don't know. There's something about making fun of stuff that kind of gives you power over it. Also, I don't believe in any of that stuff anymore. And like it's weird. Like I hope when people listen to it that their beliefs aren't being challenged and they're able to just enjoy a piece of content. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think we try and also approach like the religion aspect of it where it's like, Hey, we're going to tell you what religion is right or wrong. They were all right. <laughs> you know, like we're not, you know, like every religion is right in our universe. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> they just have different like territories or like dimensions or whatever. Yeah. Um, or yeah. Uh, da, da, da. there was a question. I can't find it, but it was basically, uh, would about doing live shows or doing it in a more video aspect or um i mean besides blaine doing the paint but yeah we actually definitely want to do some live shows at some point whenever it's safe uh and uh also have plans we want to like we like these characters in this world and we want to do more with it so uh we d we do want to do more than just po a podcast yeah we have um, we have a big plan in mind for when all of that stuff is a possibility and I'm very stoked about it. Like our, you know, RTX, I guess we could talk about that in particular. Like that's always been an exciting time and it's very, it's a fun. big event, a Rooster convention. Yeah. Right. And that we've been doing for, I mean, I've, I've been going to like, I think I've been to seven or eight of them. Um, but, uh, this is the first time in a while that I've been like, Holy shit. I'm so excited to do this thing, this idea. Um, yeah, we'll have to wait till next year, but it's yeah. still going to be worth it, though. CEO of Simping asks, it's <laughs> funny, oh, Jesus, uh, <laughs> on Twitter, uh, what has been your favorite episode to record? I think mine was the coal milk one. <laughs> I, it's so, it's just so off the wall, and it's like, why would this guy be in hell? I loved it. I thought that episode, it, and, and like being in the room when that one was being recorded was like a blast. It was so weird just trying to like follow this thread. It was really, really fun. I've, I've, re that's like one of the few that I've like re-listened to. <laughs> I would say that mine is definitely 
Jeremy is Doug Gug Chaos because <laughs> he just he just slipped right into it. I mean, in the beginning, I was a little worried. I was like, oh, his voice kind of sounds like mine. And then like that was the only worry I had. Everything else was fucking fantastic. And I, we were I mean, it's something when you have a guest that comes in and they're on, then like everybody's comedy is elevated, you know, and like that's just such a good, good episode. Yeah, I mean, this is hard because I do love all of them in different ways. Uh, maybe it was the intervention with the vampire hunter. Mm, because good I just, one. I, that would just the, like, I love the ending of that. That's like my favorite ending. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I love the, uh, I love the Wright brothers episode. I think <sighs> the difference between Gus's character and Eric's character is just <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so good. I was laughing so hard in that recording and you can hear me on any of them anyway, but I just lost it in that one. Man, you know what I, I love about that one is we totally mixed up the Wright brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I had we had it in our thing and I, I don't know how I like we swapped them up in some way. Like I had the names written down and maybe I was like, is that right? And it's like, oh no, that's wrong. And then we swapped. I don't know. But like we didn't realize it till the comments came out. Like, why wait, isn't Wilbur the the, <laughs> the older one? And you're like, oops. Whatever. <laughs> In our yeah, universe, pretty much, that, that's it. pretty much it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Uh, what is the best part of working on the show? That's from Cole Corcoran. It's from who? Cole Corcoran. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't pick their Twitter names. <laughs> best aspect of working on the show. I don't know. I think having a creative outlet where you don't have to do any sort of like being able to do something in audio only uh podcast is fun because like you don't have to worry about any other amount of performance it's just like your voice and like there's something really freeing about being in a space where you can add in any sound design you want in post and just like the the, the story could go in any direction that you want to it's just a really fun creative space so i think just like the recordings themselves are always like really fun challenges that are kind of a nice break from the mundane work that you know we might do otherwise uh i guess for me i i love telling stories and uh, like writing and creating like narratives and the like there's so many um obstacles sometimes to getting stuff made and uh being able to every single week sit down and like do something creative and like tell a story that's not in this world. That's like a fantasy fictional thing and do it with friends and have fun and laugh is incredibly, I don't know, exciting. And, and it, like it's every, every recording is a, uh, is a highlight of the week and, and getting to write something or, you know, and I say write very loosely, <laughs> but like, you know, tell a story in that way is, is great. It's, it's it's keeping us sharp too, you know, like it's working our improv muscles, it's working our storytelling muscles and our acting stuff. It's just like it's just it's just a nice little thing that we keep coming back to and I feel like we've yeah. gotten better with it over time. Mm -hmm. Uh I think my favorite part is probably just when it comes together. Not like in the editor or whatever, but I mean like in the room when it clicks and you can see it click and then everybody's kind of all pulling in the same direction 
everyone starts firing on all cylinders. I think that's like, and it's like the best part. It's what you could hope for from any production and being able to see it more often than not in this, uh, where you don't usually get to see it in like a lot of longer form stuff that you're maybe making that involves like a lot of camera, a lot of people and everything where it's just maybe three or four people that are just all of a sudden really on the same page i i get a lot of satisfaction from seeing that like oh we put this together well and we're executing really well on it right now i I love that yeah i love theater of the mind and this show to me perfectly encapsulates what that is it's a show you know based entirely on this concept of being in hell and then everything that happens around that and uh, I love being able to like build a world through it. And it's just so cool because without the visual element, it's all, it all has to be done in your head. And that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things about audio only stuff. And I'm really happy that this show is the one that uh, kicked it all off. Yeah. It's, it's it, having a world of, of your own is really special. So thank you everyone listening for allowing us to have it and share it with you. So we will be back uh, in a week or two, uh, depending on when this actually comes out. I think a week or two. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure of the dates. Uh, But uh, if you like the show, uh, please, you know, as always, tell your friends um, and really, you know, get people caught up, like tell them to listen um, and because we want to keep making it and uh, and show it off with some uh, some some merch <laughs> that's always a good talking point if you have a pink hail clayton shirt um god i love the pleading you're doing with the audience right now chris <laughs> well please cool. please find please. it in your hearts find it in your hearts uh all right well does anyone else have anything thanks thanks for listening <laughs> yes Rate and subscribe, and there's more fun coming your way. Until next time, bye. Bye. Tell a friend. Bye.